Thank you for downloading Rabbi Levi Cooper's A Shot of Torah, a podcast series from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. Levi offers people all over the world Hasidic content for download at elmod.pardes.org. If you also want to join Levy's monthly Hasidic Lore Series newsletter, please visit the link included in the description of this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more, subscribe at elmod.pardes.org. This is Levy Cooper coming to you from Pardes in Yerushalayim. In the shadow of the spread of the coronavirus, the government has issued various directives that include self-quarantine for many people. And in my community in Surhadasa, there are a number of people who are self-quarantined. And this presents a challenge for the upcoming festival of Purim, how to hear the Megillah when you're in quarantine. So I issued a series of directives for my community, how to keep the various mitzvot of Purim while in quarantine. Regarding reading the Megillah, I offered two paths. Ideally, a person who is in self-quarantine, that person should read the Megillah for him or herself. For that to happen, the person needs to have a Megillah, a kosher Megillah. And then they need to read the Megillah. Even if they don't know the cantillation marks, they need to read it accurately. In order to read it accurately, they can ring up a friend who can check them as they read it and make sure they don't make mistakes. But as I said, they need to actually have a Megillah. And that may not be as simple as it sounds because the health ministry has currently said that objects should not be taken out of the quarantine area, which means that even if I give my Megillah to someone who is in self-quarantine at night after I have read, that person cannot return the Megillah to me the next mo- for reading the next morning. So this maybe isn't a solution for a lot of people. I then suggested as an alternative that our shul would do a live telecast of the Megillah reading. And people in quarantine can listen to the Megillah live. And that is what I suggested to my community. Now follow with me the timeline, my friends, because this raised an interesting question that I'd like to share with you. I wrote those guidelines on Wednesday. I shared them with a number of friends, colleagues, mentors, and then I issued those guidelines to the community on Thursday. On Thursday evening, 
chief rabbi, Rabbi David Lau, also issued guidelines. And the chief rabbi's guidelines were different to what I had said. Chief Rabbi Lau, he wrote that if someone is in quarantine, he should find a creative solution to hear the Megillah without leaving quarantine. So far I felt good. Creative solution. I thought I had found one. But Rabbi Lau continued. He said, someone who lives on a ground floor or on a first floor can hear the reading through a window. On a higher floor, that person can hear the reading of the Megillah by reading, by someone else reading the Megillah in the stairwell. Fortunate, said Rabbi Lau, fortunate is a person who undertakes to help others in this manner. And regarding the solution that I offered, Rabbi Lau wrote, one does not discharge his obligation to read the Megillah by hearing it via telephone or radio telecast or TV or any other electronic communication means. The reason for this, wrote Rabbi Lau, is that the obligation to hear the Megillah is an obligation to hear the original voice of the person who is reading the Megillah. Whereas the voice that comes through other means, that voice is a an halach, is a an electronic signal. It is not the original voice. Now, when Rabbi Lau issued his directives, this raised three questions that I was asked on Friday morning. First, how could I rule and issue a directive that was against the directive of the chief rabbi? Second question I was asked, why didn't I suggest the solution that Rabbi Lau suggested that people read through windows or in stairwells? And third, how could I suggest that a person can discharge their obligation through what is essentially an electronic signal and not an original voice? So let me share with you, my friends, how I dealt with these three questions. The first question of how could I rule against the ruling of the chief rabbi? Generally speaking, there is a very difficult question as to whether communities are oblig obligated to follow the rulings of the chief rabbinate in general or specifically directives issued by one of the two chief rabbis. But I must tell you, even though my community normally follows the directives of the chief rabbinate, in this particular case, I don't have to deal with that question. Because in this particular case, I issued my directives before the chief rabbi issued 
his directives. And therefore, it's not fair to accuse me of ruling again in, against the rulings of the chief rabbi. So on that issue, I was uh, saved from having to deal with a very tough case. The second question, why did I not adopt the suggestion of reading in stairwells and through windows? The truth is, my friends, I had considered that option. But I thought to myself that that may be a good solution for an individual. But that is a difficult solution on a communal level. When I wrote the directives on Wednesday, I had no idea, and the truth is, as of this recording, I still don't know how many people will be in quarantine by Purim. And it's not so easy to follow all the guidelines of the health ministry when doing such a reading. I thought to myself, that might work for individuals, but on a communal level, I could not take that responsibility, and that was not an undertaking that I thought was realistic. And what about the third question? Listening to the Megillah, which is really a, an electronic signal rather than a voice. Let me say about this point that I agree entirely with Chief Rabbi Lau that it's an essentially an electronic signal. And under normal circumstances, I would have said exactly the same thing, that a person cannot discharge his or her obligation to hear the Megillah via a live telecast. But note, under normal circumstances, there are authorities going back for the last hundred years who ruled that one can discharge an obligation to hear the Megillah via the telephone. Many later authorities said that the only reason those opinions said that, they, that you can discharge an obligation to hear the Megillah via the telephone is because they did not understand how telephones worked. And I think that that is the opinion that we should, in normal circumstances, follow. But my friends, this is not normal circumstances. Jewish law preserves minority opinions. And one of the reasons we preserve such opinions that have not become normative Jewish law is, as it says in the Tosefta, Perhaps there will come a certain time that those opinions will be needed and we can rely on them. I do believe that this is exactly such a case where the time requires us, the circumstances require, require us to rely on this minority opinion. And that's why, my friends, I wrote to the community, to my community here in Surhadasa, that those who cannot read for themselves in quarantine should join our community via live telecast.
Let me add one final point before signing off. I think that one of the challenges in a time of seclusion, separation and self-quarantine, one of the challenges is how do we retain a semblance of community? How do we make sure that those people who are cut off from their friends and family still know that the community cares about them? Those of you who are sports fans know that if you can't attend a game, the next best thing is to watch it via live telecast. And while this may not be a bona fide halachic consideration, I think on a communal level, a live telecast can at least allow those people in quarantine to feel like they are in some way part of the communal celebration of Purim. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the Beit Midrash! Thank you for downloading Rabbi Levi Cooper's A Shot of Torah, a podcast series from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. If you enjoyed what you just heard, please give us a five-star review at iTunes or wherever you download your podcast today. We appreciate your feedback and look forward to having you listen again at elmod.pardes.org.